0: What's up, my planes? Welcome to Shea's Sports Stories. I'm your host, Shea. And on this show, I break down the most interesting and important people and events in all sports. And on this week's episode, I'll be talking about two teams. One who seemed destined for a Super Bowl title and one who seemed destined to win a wild card game if they were lucky. I'm talking about the 2007 New York Giants and the 2007 New England Patriots who were on a collision course for the greatest Super Bowl upset of all time. So let's start off with week one. The Patriots went to East Rutherford to play the New York Jets, and they absolutely destroyed them, winning 38 to 14. Tom Brady threw for 297 yards and three touchdowns, and the Patriots new receiver, Randy Moss, had 183 yards receiving and one touchdown. Meanwhile, in Texas, the Giants faced off against the Dallas Cowboys, and they had a less imp- impressive start to their year, losing 45-35. to But Eli Manning had a great start, throwing for four touchdowns and only one interception. The Patriots kept up their winning ways through the first four weeks of the season. And not just that. They kept destroying teams. The Giants continued to struggle. They got wrecked by the Packers in Week 2, but were able to recover and won the next two games against Washington and the Eagles, putting the Giants at 2-2 and the Patriots 4-0 throughout the first quarter of the season. Throughout the next several weeks, both teams demolished the competition, and the highlight of which was in Week 8, when the Patriots beat Washington 52-7. to The Giants had less luck in their own Week 8 game after courting five straight wins, only one of which wasn't a double-digit win, they went to London, and the pouring rain had an offensively challenged game against the Dolphins. They managed to survive and win 13-10, to 10, but, and on the bright side, this put them on their first six-game winning streak since 1994, and Eli Manning scored the first-ever touchdown in a regular season game outside of North America when he scrambled 10 yards for a touchdown. Both teams had challenges in their next game. The Giants were beaten by the Cowboys for the second time that season, losing 31-20. The Patriots, on the other hand, had a closer game against Payne Manning and the Indianapolis Colts. At the end of the first half, it looked like the Colts might be the first team to beat the Patriots all year, leading 13-7. In the third quarter, the Patriots scored the only points of that quarter on a 34-yard field goal. In the fourth quarter, the Patriots gained possession after a Colts punt. The Patriots had the ball in Colts territory when Brady threw an interception, and the Colts gained possession, leading to a one-yard Manning touchdown run, giving the Colts a 20-10 to lead with only nine minutes left in the game. The Patriots got the ball back and began to drive down the field. In the red zone, Randy Moss had a 10-yard pe- offensive pass interference penalty, but Brady was able to pass to Wes Welker twice, the second one being a three-yard touchdown to shorten the Colts' lead to 20-17. The Patriots then quickly forced a Colts punt, which Wes Welker returned to the Pats' 49-yard line. Brady quickly drove down the field and threw a 13-yard touchdown pass. The Colts had 3 minutes and 15 seconds on the clock to score a touchdown and beat the undefeated Patriots, but Peyton Manning fumbled, and Brady was able to take a knee and keep the Patriots' perfect year alive. We'll be back with more about this season right after this. Welcome back to Shea's Sports Stories. We were just talking about how the, Colt, um, the Colts almost managed to beat the Patriots in Week 9, but the Patriots survived in 2007, keeping their perfect season alive. So, um, by Week 12, three-quarters of the way through the year, the Patriots still hadn't lost a game. The Patriots did have a close game against Donovan, Donovan McNabb's Eagles in Week 12, but the Patriots still won. Meanwhile the Giants started to struggle, going from 6-2 to 7-4 by Week 12. They would have to play well to make the playoffs, whereas the Pats could lose their next five games, and they'd still probably make the playoffs and maybe even get a bye week. By Week 16, the Pats were 15-0, and and the Giants were 10-5. and Both were going to make the playoffs regardless of how that final game went, but the Patriots wanted to win to go 16-0 and they had to play the Giants to get that record. Nobody would realize this at the time, but this was a Super Bowl preview. The Giants and Patriots had a tense game. The Giants even had a lead uh, going into the half, being up 21-16. to 16. They might end the Patriots' perfect year. They maintained their lead going into the fourth, now up 28-23. to 23. But the Patriots dominated the fourth quarter, going up 38-28, to 28, manning through a three-yard touchdown pass to Blaxcoe Burris. The Giants attempted an onside kick, but the pass recovered uh, recovered securing a 38-35 win and a perfect record. Brady and Moss also set records for most touchdown passes this season, which was 50, and most touchdown catches, which was 23. The Patriots were easily the favorites to win the Super Bowl going into the playoffs, and the Giants weren't really in contention. The Giants played great in their wildcard game, being the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 24-14, but they'd have to play the Dallas Cowboys in the divisional round, and the Patriots had to play the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Pats handled the Jaguars, winning 31-20. The Giants had a much bigger challenge in Dallas. And we'll talk about that challenge right after this. Welcome back to Shea Sports Stories. I was talking about the 2007 NFL season, specifically the New England Patriots and the New York Giants. Right now we're in the divisional round of playoffs, and the Giants are playing the Dallas Cowboys. So uh, the Giants received the ball to start the first quarter and quickly scored when Eli Manning threw a 52-yard touchdown pass uh, to Imani Toomer to take a 7-0 lead just two minutes and 58 seconds into the game. Both teams punted, giving the Cowboys the ball on their own four-yard line. They put together a 96-yard 10-play touchdown drive, ended with a Tony Romo pass to Terrell Owens to tie the game seven to seven. After Eli Manning was sacked, the Giants were forced to punt and the Cowboys had the ball on their own 10. They then put together a 20-play 90-yard touchdown drive, ended with a Marion Barber one-yard touchdown to take a 14-7 lead, with only one minute and one second left in the second half. The Giants put together a quick drive, leaving them with the ball at the four-yard line with 17 seconds left. Eli Manning was able to find Amani Toomer in in the end zone to tie the game 14-14. The Cowboys were forced to settle for a field goal in the next drive to take a 17-14 lead. Both teams punted, giving the Giants the ball, who then managed to score a touchdown off a 10-yard run from Brandon Jacobs. There would be no scoring for the rest of the game, meaning the Giants pulled off a massive upset, winning 21-17. But they still had to beat the Green Bay Packers in the NFC Championship game. In the AFC Championship game between the Patriots and Chargers, Brady struggled and threw three interceptions, but due to the Patriots stopping the Chargers from capitalizing on those picks, holding them to four field goals, and winning 21-12, to earning a trip to the Super Bowl and getting them an 18-0 record, in Green Bay, the Jansen Packers were battling it out in the third coldest game ever played in NFL history at negative 1 degrees Fahrenheit and negative 57 degrees wind chill. In the first quarter, the Giants managed the ball well and were able to go into the second quarter up 3 0 after a 29 yard field goal. And they then scored another field goal before Brett Favre threw a 90 yard touchdown to Donald Driver, primarily due to blown coverage by Corey Webster. The Packers later on in the quarter hit a field goal, holding a 10 6 lead going into the second half. The Giants got the ball to start to the second half and drove all the way down. The field. Uh, Brent Jacobs received the handoff at the one-yard line and punched it in for the touchdown, allowing the, allowing the Giants to take a 13-10 lead. The Packers responded by driving down the field and Brett Favre throwing a 12-yard touchdown pass to his tight end to Donald Lee. The Giants responded and scored another touchdown going up 20-17 after a, a Mod Bradshaw touchdown run. The Packers managed to drive down the field and hit a field goal to tie the game. Despite Brett Favre throwing an interception during that drive to R.W. McQuarters, who fumbled the ball after intercepting Favre, giving the Packers the ball back, after both teams failing to capitalize for the rest of regulation, the game went into overtime, tied 20-20. The Packers started with the ball and were looking to end it, but Corey Webster, the same quarterback who, cornerback who allowed a 90-yard touchdown from Donald Driver, had other plans. He wanted a to make up for his mistake, and he did. When Brett Favre, the gunslinger, threw the ball right at Webster and he picked it off, the Giants capitalized on the chance Webster gave them and kicked a a field goal to go to the Super Bowl. But the field goal looked like it was going to miss. It was going wide right. But then the wind in Lambeau Field, the Packers' home, cost them when it pulled the ball to the left and it went right through the uprights. The Giants were going to the Super Bowl to play the undefeated New England Patriots. And we'll be talking about that Super Bowl. right. Welcome back to Shea's Sports Stories. We were just about to talk about the 2007 Super Bowl between the New York Giants and the New England Patriots. So uh, Super Bowl 42 was going to be played in Glendale, Arizona. The Patriots were double-digit favorites against the Giants and were almost guaranteed to win the Super Bowl. The only thing going in the Giants' favor is that they lost to the Patriots earlier that year, but they didn't lose that badly. And held a 12-point lead over the Patriots, which was the biggest lead any team had over the Patriots all year. But the Giants would still have to play perfect to win the game. The Giants started the game off with a win when they won the coin toss and received to start the game. They began the Super Bowl with a Super Bowl record, 16 play, nine-minute and 59-second drive but they had to settle for a field goal which they made putting up uh, them up three nothing to start the game the Patriots responded by driving down the field and on the first play of the second quarter Brady handed it off to Lawrence Marooney for a one-yard touchdown run the rest of the second quarter had no scoring and little success in moving the ball at all so going into the second half up seven to three and starting with the ball but, uh, um, but but unfortunately, un- unfortunately for them, the third quarter was a mess offensively for both teams. Neither team scored, and the quarter ended with the pass. Uh, when the paths went for it on fourth and thirteen on the Giants' thirty-one and failed to convert, giving the Giants the ball to start the fourth quarter. The Giants capitalized and drove down the field, finishing their drive when Eli Manning threw a five-yard touchdown to unknown wide receiver. David Tyree giving the Giants a 10-7 to lead. After both teams had three and outs, the Patriots got the ball on their own 20 and drove down the field, ending with a six-yard touchdown pass to Randy Moss. The Giants received the ball with two minutes and 42 seconds left in the game, down 14-10. to They needed to score a touchdown to win the Super Bowl and give the Patriots their first loss all year. New York drove to their own four to their own 44-yard line, but were forced to third and five. Eli dropped back to pass, but it looked as if he was going to be sacked. But he somehow managed to escape the pressure and throw the ball downfield to David Tyree, an unknown wide receiver who never done anything particularly impressive in his NFL career and wouldn't do anything particularly impressive after this. But that, at that moment, he would make the greatest Super Bowl play of all time. One, he caught the ball and held it against his helmet, getting a 32-yard gain, keeping the game alive for the Giants on the New York, New England 13-yard line. The Giants were looking to score a touchdown and take the lead. Poxico Burris managed to beat his matchup and get wide open in the end zone where Eli found him and threw it right to him. did go up 17-14. I'm going to go off on a quick tangent here. Black Gilbert should be remembered when you think of this game. He caught the Giants' final touchdown to give them the lead, but the only thing people remember when they think of Giants receiving this game is David Tyree's helmet catch. But uh let's, let's go back to the actual game. The Giants kicked the ball to the Patriots, who got the ball in the twenty sixth with twenty nine seconds left. After missed passes and getting sacked, the Pats had fourth and twenty and needed to score. Randy Moss ran deep and Brady threw it to him. He went to catch it and run it in for a touchdown, but Corey Webster, the Giants' hero in the NFC Championship game, swatted it down, sealing the game. Eli Man- Manning kneeled at the out the clock officially. The Patriots' perfect season was done, and the Giants had pulled off, in my opinion, the greatest upset in the history of sports. I hope this episode has shown you how even the greatest teams can fall when it matters most. See See you next week on Shay's Sports Story.